Hey, Candice here, and I love all things business and marketing, but my biggest hurdle is my nine to five. That's right, you heard it. I still work a nine to five, and while I like getting consistent income, I'm not able to maximize my God-given talent and all that I know I can be in this world. So instead of dreaming of quitting my nine to five, I am on a quest to making those dreams become reality. Come on this journey with me as I climb mountains, jump through hoops, and leap over hurdles to start and grow a business. What am I going to do? I don't know. What type of business will I start? Who knows? When will I give my notice? Only God knows. But one thing I want to share, and that is this journey with you. So come on this roller coaster ride with me and enjoy the fun. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. I am so excited for this episode because this is our 50th episode. Can you believe it? I'm like so excited and I'm so grateful for those of you out there that are listening to this episode. If you love the podcast, please, please write a review, give it five stars, tell us what you love, tell us what you want to see more of, and we will make sure that happens. Now in this episode, what I'm doing, I'm doing something a little different, is I am bringing to you the top five most downloaded episodes here on this podcast. And we are going to give you snippets of value bombs that my guest brought. Yes, so we are bringing you snippets. So it won't be full episodes, but it will be the wonderful value that each person brought. And I guarantee you it's the reason why it's the most downloaded. So first off, we're going with episode 27. This is number five. So we're going from five all the way down to number one. So first one is episode 27, Restore Your Journey from Lost to Life with Marilyn Willis. Take a listen. What advice can you give to those out there? I think probably one of the most important things we can do, going back to the first thing I said, is gain those cheerleaders. I think sometimes those cheerleaders come within our family, but as we grow in YouTube or in our podcast or in our counseling profession, whatever the field, there are going to be people alongside of us that we can spur on with us. And I think the conversations that have helped me the most come from some dear friends that I have that I met in my master's program that were counselors as well. And, you know, one of the hardest things I ever did was writing and finishing my book. I think what you do is you schedule it in. You make sure, okay, every day, if there's something that is that important that you know you need to do, you make it a first priority. You wake up at five in the morning before your kids are awake so that you can spend time writing. And you make sure you have that on your schedule at least five days a week and you make it happen. And you just are consistent. And even if nothing comes of it that morning, know that you setting that time aside is formulating those thoughts or the new curriculum or the new podcast adventure that you're wanting to take your clients on. I think part of it is making sure it's in your schedule. The second part is collaborating. And what makes us better is being with, linking arms with other people that are within our profession. And I know this sounds counterintuitive because a lot of us think like, well, that's my competition, right? Like my friend maybe has a private practice and she's a counselor as well. So really 
you know, should I be linking arms? I'm saying yes, because we are more powerful together and we're going to reach different people. Different people want to see my friend that has great experience with helping people with eating disorders or depression and my field is grief, right? And so I'm going to link arms with her and we're going to share. I shared my book with her and I said, okay, here, here it is. And she was able to give me insights and help me along my journey. And I'm able to spur her on. So I think a lot of it is finding that support network to spur us all on to be better. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I completely agree. Having that support network, that is so, that's very important having an accountability partner as well. Even if it's, you know, someone you maybe met in the Facebook group, it's always good to have that. And I'm finding out this year that this is the first year ever (laughs) that I've had an accountability partner that I meet with every week. And I have a health coach. Well, my health coach, she doesn't just coach me on, you know, eating right and taking my vitamins, but she's also like a mindset coach as well. Cause we talk mainly about my business and she helped me through those things and to hold me accountable on those things. And I cannot tell you how much that has helped up next, coming in number four, we have episode 35, Yum Yum with a Cajun Tongue, founder April Baptiste. Take a listen. Uh, last minute advice uh, would be to just focus on what you love. You know, I'm big on doing something that you enjoy. Um, and if you enjoy it, if you love it, if you're putting your time into it, um, you're definitely going to prosper. Your business is going to be successful. So that's basically it, just doing what you love, doing what you enjoy, and focusing on that, you know, finding a place in your daily life to just focus on, you know, your joys and you, you know, putting yourself first. That's really good that you mentioned that, that we should put ourselves first, because especially us as women, we're always putting everything before us. And oh, yes. <laughs> when it comes time for us, it's only like, what, maybe five or 10 minutes of our time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it, is, it is so unhealthy because you find mm-hmm. yourself, you know, regretting a lot. And I hate to say that, mm-hmm. but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is the truth. Yeah, you find yourself regretting a lot of the things around you and your surroundings if you don't focus Mm -hmm. on yourself. And it's not, you know, it's not being selfish at all. Mm -hmm. And And that's what I've had to come to realize that it's not selfish. Like I have to remind myself every day, you know, it's not selfish that I don't want to pick up a phone and call someone or be there for someone because I've done it so much in the past and now I'm like what have I done you know with my life to focus on me you know so it's like I cannot feel bad about you know doing some things as long as I'm you know taking care of the people in my household that has to be enough you know because I have to fit myself in there somewhere that's right get rid of the guilt put it in a trash can (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) i love it yes like you heard my my daughter earlier (laughs) in our (laughs) interview it's it's hard you know being a mom and trying to venture out and, and do new things but you know you have to you know she's here and i'm on this interview call and she's interrupted but 
it moves on, right? <laughs> That's right. And I'm always like, hey, I love my podcast to be raw and unedited. Hey, if you have mm-hmm. a baby crying in the background, you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. If your kids interrupt yeah. you, it's okay. Because you know what? Everybody knows what this particular time it is and everybody's in house and everybody's in shelter in place mm-hmm. so and people are working exactly from home. the kids are there exactly. you know so mm-hmm. hey if your kids want to cry or if they want to run around and say ma in the background so be it <laughs> <laughs> coming in at number three we have episode 31 get clear and provide value with sarah schwedelson i think you know, right now in these times, we're in unprecedented times, right? Like it's no, we, no one knows what they're doing. No one, we've never been through anything like this before. So I think the important thing is, well, besides for just, you know, doing it um, and taking imperfect action and being okay with it, not being, you know, exactly the way that you want it to be is make sure that you provide value to your, your people. So that means like offering things at either a discount or no cost, low or no cost, and having it be, you know, the same value that you would, that it would be doing if you were charging a lot. So for example, even just earlier this evening, I had a call and so I'm offering my programs. I have like a one month program and a three month program. My three month program, I charged my regular price. I didn't offer that at a discount, but I offered a one month program for free. And I just signed a client. I signed her on for the one month program just like right before I spoke to you. That's awesome. So yeah, my question is, what did you do to actually get that client? Did you already know that client or was it more social media or was it word of mouth? It was from Facebook. So I'm in actually a few entrepreneur Facebook groups and I made a post asking a question relevant to my niche. Single ladies, are you guys dating right now? Why or why not? Which is like a pretty like basic question, you know, like it, and in answering, they're kind of raising their hand. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm a single lady and yes, I'm dating or no, I'm not dating, you know? And I responded to the comment and I was like, so I'm doing, I'm doing a survey for market research. Would you be willing to fill it out just so that I can learn, you know, the language? It's always good to like do market research and interview people and just to see what your target audience is going through. And so the ones who said, okay, I sent them the survey. It asked like two or three questions. It's like, you know, what's the worst thing about dating? What's your favorite part about dating? What's, what are you looking for? What's your deal breaker? How important is it to you to have a different dating experience? And then at the bottom, it says optional, leave your email if you're interested in a free clarity session. It's a session where I determine if the client is a good fit for me or if I would like to work with the client, you know, if I feel like I can help them. She filled out the survey. She commented yes on that post. She filled out the survey and I emailed her after. I said, hey, I see you left your email for the free session. I'm available these, this, and this date. I gave her two or three options of like slots. She said the sooner the better. So then I said, actually, I have today available. And so we did the call today. That's amazing. I love how you have your step-by-step process and it's not difficult. Coming in at number two, we have episode 21, Living the Life with Ashley Cotton. Take a listen. What advice can you give people out there that is feeling really uncertain about this time? Number one, of course, lean and depend on the Lord. That's number one. But as far as people who have currently have a business and 
are, you know, not exactly sure what they should do. Should they continue on promoting their business or should they, you know, kind of refresh themselves in, you know, education or updating their website, things like that. What advice do you have for those out there? Well, the advice that I have is because um, I had to currently evaluate my situation and I'll get into that a little later, but the advice that I have, which I am taking myself is for one, safety, for one, health. You know, um, not to be prideful, not to be, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and do what I want to do. No, I think this is a time for everyone just to pause, just to take a break. It's not forever because we know that this too shall pass. But the first thing is being concerned about your healthy and the safety and health of others. If you can, whatever you can do from home, do it, whether it's, you know, uh, coming up with, you know, witty ideas about your business, whether it's reading to update yourself regarding the industry that you're in, regarding, you know, your, your business that you're doing, like just right now, taking this time to, um, I guess like reconstruct or build or whatever, but don't, don't get down and out. Don't get depressed. Don't become stagnant because of this here situation. If anything, if you can see the silver lining, if you can see the blessing overall, you know, whether you're spending time with your family, whether you're able to just take a step back and re and reevaluate what is most important to least important, then do so. Um, I know for myself, because I, I'm a talk show host that my interaction was is with people coming into the studio and talking to them face to face. And I had to just really pause. And personally, I heard the father tell me, be still and know that I am God. Because last Saturday I was in the studio and I did the talk show and it went well. But even then I had to be like, okay, wait a minute, what am I going to do now? Like, what am I supposed to do? Because my guest that I had to come on this Saturday was like, no, I'm working from home and no. And of course he just had a baby. So he has an infant at home. So of course he can't be out and about, you know, being exposed and taking a chance and a risk for his own family. So I was like, well, do you have Zoom? Like I was really, really adamant about doing my show this Saturday. And I simply heard the father tell me, be still and know that I am God. No. And it was hard because if this show is really about him, like I say it is, well, when he tells me what to do, when he gives me the instruction and I know that I hear his voice because the voice of a stranger, I'm not going to follow. I had to really just buckle down. I mean, do I be disobedient and just do my own thing when it's about him or do I take heed? And know that it's better to obey than to sacrifice. And it's okay. This thing is out of our hands. And for how long? So it's okay. You're not down and out. Everything is going to be fine. But just take this time to read. Take this time to reevaluate. Take this time to study your industry. And if you can do whatever you can from home, running your website, um, you know, holding Zoom meetings and, and just really being very crafty with, you know, your social media. Then do so coming in at number one is episode 23, Getting Unstuck and Moving Forward with Sally Batters. And 
I can tell the reason why this one was my number one most downloaded episode because this one, no one knew, but her words really touched me so much and I actually had tears in my eyes while I was doing the episode. Of course, no one knew it, but only her. (laughs) She was the only one that knew it. Her words really touched me and I can tell um, that this was definitely the, the number one most downloaded episode because it was very touching. Her words really stood out the most. And the minute when I published her episode, it stayed at the number one for months and it's still the number one most downloaded episode. Um, so I'm going to read a little blurb. Um, I'm not going to get too into it because you guys are going to listen to a clip of the episode, but I'm going to read a little blurb about her. So Sally Betters is a compelling author, transformational coach, and informative and inspirational speaker who is a truth teller and that she is. Her passion is to reach through the pages of a book or extend a hand through electronic screen to offer personal freedom, eliminate the cloak of shame. It is her mission to assist individuals to help organizations understand the rarely talked about issues that defined our worldview. And I love her so much for that. So I'm going to stop talking. And without further ado, the number one ep- downloaded episode is um, Getting Unstuck and Move Forward with Sally Betters. Next step and just keep moving forward, especially in the, the time that we're in right now with COVID-19. What advice could you give those out there? You know, first thing I would say is definitely pray about it and have a supportive community. And that is so important to me, a supportive community where you can intimately connect on different um, areas, things that you might not know or understand to know how you can get in touch with people um, who are well-versed in that so you don't spin your wheels. Um, I am a firm believer in a holistic approach to life that we are connected, you know, mind, body, and spirit, that we first um, look to our creator and we look for guidance um, from him and to our family, how we can support our family, and then our greater community, our church and extended community. And so I think if we take care of um, our spiritual life, our physical life, we eat right, we try and get out of the house, exercise, um, even in today, when we're, we can't go very far, you can at least go for a walk and, um, and keep that balance and also watch what you put into your head. You know, it's not just what we eat and what we put into our mouths, but what are we thinking about? What are we watching? If we want to keep our mindset strong and productive, we need to feed ourselves productive things, watching good listening to positive podcasts where we can learn and grow from other people, Um, watching edifying programs, reading great books that inspire us. So we want to look at all fronts of how am I taking care of myself? I think that's very important to continue to ask yourself, how am I taking care of myself? Because we can go, um, you know, with the media, social media, I mean, TV, it's everywhere talking about this and we can get stuck into, into that fog, I would say, and it could eat at us. And we pay so much attention to that fog that we're not paying attention to us. And then when this is all over with, then it's like, 
it's a domino effect, like, boom, all of a sudden, oh, my goodness, I wasn't taking care of myself. You know, right. this is what's going on. Is this is going wrong. Or I should took them extra walks like I need to and <laughs> <laughs> that I haven't been since I've been at home. <laughs> but um, it's all about taking care of yourself. So my question is, what are some things that um, people can do to start practicing to continue to take care of themselves and like develop like a routine to you know get back into what they've done before all of this you know i'm a strong proponent of mind mapping and if your audience has never heard of that i have developed some proprietary mind maps um, for my clients as well as i use them for 20 years i was a special needs tutor I was um, certified as a professional tutor for children with dyslexia, dysgraphia, and ADD. And so I found that it was really important to uh, get kids to focus. So I used um, mind mapping, which they could Google. And it's a very creative way of note-taking and brainstorming that uses uh, their own creativity and colors and icons. And so it's not the linear note-taking that I learned in school with Roman numeral one and, and two and that kind of thing. It's much more creative and it really matches more of our mindset and how it flows freely. And sometimes I even use uh, mind mapping when I'm praying because I find my mind will bounce around and I'll be thinking of all these things I'm supposed to be doing and I don't want to get distracted. So I'll just have a little notepad and start jotting some things down that I can take care of afterwards. So I think if we can get it down on paper, and get it out of our heads, then we can start seeing the reality of what we Hey, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Now, can you do me a favor? If you love this episode, please write a review. Let me know what you think or send a shout out on Instagram at csdorsey underscore hello. I can't wait to read your love notes.